Welcome to the Rutgers ScoutCast with special guest Jerry Carino. You know him well. You know him as the only guy other than me that's crazy enough to actually cover Rutgers basketball every day. Yes, it's a it's a labor of love. What else can you call it? Because uh, it's like what the coaches like to say, it's a grind, it's a marathon, it's all that, but we do it because we love it, right, Sam? And, and that's why we're here, and hopefully that'll come to fruition for us because Rutgers is turning the page, and the next page has got to be better than the last page. i got to give you credit because personally I know how it feels being the only other guy that actually covered this team as a beat this year and it wasn't fun but now you have this transition into Steve Peichel and I think it could get more interesting. Yeah I I love this hire and listen I I think Pat Hobbs did exactly the right thing. He went after Dan Hurley that was Rucker's home run okay I think he would have done a great job Hurley's going to succeed wherever he goes they couldn't get him they tried it wasn't for lack of effort and they went to plan B and I think, I think Peichel's a good plan B. The main thing about, about Steve Peichel, number one thing is the guy can coach. This is not going to be a repeat of the Fred Hill years who couldn't coach a team or Eddie Jordan who couldn't coach college players. This guy can coach college players. The second thing is he's a great guy. He'll represent the university with class. We, had, you know, we saw behavioral issues with Kevin Bannon, with, with Mike Rice, two guys who could coach and recruit but had trouble you know, behaviorally. Won't be a problem here. So he'll represent Rutgers really well. The third thing is, can he recruit? We don't know. We'll have to see who the staff is. But two of the three things are in order, and I think that is a reason for some optimism as we change regimes. The thing that I like is that maybe we don't know how he recruits yet on a national scale, but he does know how to find talent that other people can't find. You look at what he did recruiting Plainfield. He's going to have to find those same kinds of kids at Rutgers now, and I think that having the support already in some of those areas helps him. Yes, yeah, so he, he's recruited several key players from New Jersey, and two of them, I, could, you know, I saw them come up through the ranks. Brian Dewar from Scotch Plains, who was a terrific, you know, an All-America East guard for him, wasn't really recruited at all, hardly out of Scotch Plains Fanwood High School. And so he saw someone, you know, he saw some, something in Brian and coached him up. Same thing with Jamil Warney. Jamil Warney's recruitment is one of the great mysteries of, of modern times in New Jersey <laughs> high school basketball. The guy was barely recruited. Stony Brook was there first. Some big schools came in too late. And Jamil Warney's an All-American. I mean, he may not make the All-American team. I voted for him for third-team All-American. He was a diamond in the rough who Peichel saw and coached up at a Roosevelt Catholic. So, again, brand-name school. So, I mean, Steve knows the channels. He knows the, the recruiting byways. Um, can he do it, you know, at a consistently Big Ten level? We'll have to see. But the guy does know the area. It's not like you're bringing in a stranger. You have to like that there's people like Jim Calhoun that'll go out on a limb for him. You obviously hear that every time he's a new coach. When Eddie Jordan got the job, heard the same stuff from Phil Sellers and from Kobe Bryant. So it it has to be nice, though, to have a guy like Jim Calhoun. I look at what Pat Hobbs did when he brings in Chris Ash, and he's got Urban Meyer as a resource. Now you have Jim Calhoun talking about Rutgers. And you said, you know, you could say the same thing when he hired Kevin Willard off of of, uh, uh, Rick Pitino's staff at Louisville. What I would say is this. About that, I would, I would agree and disagree. I would say, you know, Calhoun's always going to support his guy. So, again, when Eddie was hired, you had all these big Pete Carrill, all these big-time people coming out and saying how great Eddie was going to be. So they're going to defend their guys. But on the, on the flip side of that, as I'll say, is Pico learned at what is, you know, the Harvard of college basketball in the Northeast. I mean, UConn is the, is the standard-bearing program in Northeast college basketball. They, Calhoun won three titles. Ollie won a fourth. They've had tremendous success. So that's where the guy learned. I mean, that's where he was a player. That's where he broke into his assistant coach. So he is coming with a pedigree 
that is, is, you know, is very impressive. And so in that sense, you know, yes, there's reason for optimism that he can make the transition, which is a big one from the America East. While I have you here before we go out to this press conference, Jerry, I, as you know, I was a Rutgers student. I took this class. It was called The History of Sports Writing one summer. <laughs> now, my teacher, he was really interesting, got good guests, but he skipped like half the classes because he was sick. What do you think about that? Yeah, so I think uh, I probably stole a paycheck. <laughs> <laughs> I had yes. kidney stones, and it laid me up. So, you know, the funny thing is, whenever a professor has to miss a class, Sam, the students never complain. No, I was very <laughs> happy, especially because it was a summer class. <laughs> but you turned out to be pretty good, and I had Matt Halatic, uh, I think, the year before. Yeah. So Rutgers produced some good students, and you're one of them, buddy, so good job. <laughs> what I wanted to, I just, I appreciate one thing that you taught me, and I think that you still show it, is you got to show your face at things, and that's something I'm a big believer in, and we're really the only two people I feel that did that with Rutgers basketball this year. Even when the team's a disaster, you still got to show up and cover it, and I, I think that that's something that, that you did and not all other people did. One thing I'll tell Steve Peichel when I talk to him later, when I really get to meet him, is that, hey, in the fall, this place is going to be obsessed with Rutgers football, but I know one thing. Sam and I will be at your practices in October. We will, and we close all these with three Rutgers-related questions, Jerry. I guess... First off, in all your time covering Rutgers, who's your favorite athlete either to cover or watch at Rutgers? It can be any sport. It doesn't have to be basketball. Yeah, I mean, I, I you know, to, as far as just covering on a personal level, uh, to just I loved uh, Austin Johnson. I thought he was a fantastic dude. Uh, really was a true student athlete. Got better over the course of his four years. Um, you know, I'm still in touch with him today. He came to speak to my class, you know, nice. now at Kane. So, great guy. So, he, he would be a personal favorite. Um, and... Uh, Hamade Enjai was another guy who was just a prince of a guy, got so much better, and really understood what it was like to be you know, a student athlete and a big man on campus and, and play, played his butt off and was great with us. So, so those are two of my favorites from a basketball perspective. We, uh, I, I ask everyone, and normally it's Rutgers athletes, what, what their favorite memory was. But for you, what's a memory that stands out, either something crazy that happened covering Rutgers or, or a game that you covered? Yeah, so I, the, uh, the four-point uh, play, Jonathan Mitchell's four-point play against Villanova, was one of the probably the wildest sequence I've ever seen in person, and the storming of the court afterwards was fabulous, and of course the the beating of Wisconsin here was just an absolute shock. So and then watching Eddie cry afterwards was so emotionally moving. But just from a pure like lightning bolt moment, that four point play, I will never forget it. I mean, I just the, the, literally my jaw dropped. And it, and again, Jonathan Mitchell was a great dude, so it couldn't happen with a better guy. Yeah, I agree. It's one of those moments that you think Steve Peichel can try and bring back that energy with his hire. Last question, Jerry, if you get one more meal at Rutgers, where would you go eat? If I get one more meal on the Rutgers campus, I'm guessing you're not going to choose media catering. No, you know, I, I like that diner across the way from here. Um, Henry's? Yes. I, I didn't know the name. I've been there a couple of times. I like that place. So I, it's kind of, it's new, kind of that new feel, but it's got that old school diner food. That's to me, that's all I need. I'm not a fancy guy. All right. Thanks, Jerry. All right.